0: Did you get this
1: from. <laughs> I gotta get it. I You're so this. sweet. In Muncie, you saw this? Yeah. yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. If people are wondering, today's share like a little hyper. The, the ones in person all understand why I'm a little hyper today. The ones on the recording won't happen that I have like the biggest bottle of malt I ever saw in front of me. This is like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> somebody was just by me for Shabbos, and I took a quick malt. He's like, "You mean this small thing?" Okay, okay. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. Welcome home to Menachem Braun Certainly, welcome back. <laughs> excellent, excellent, Menachem. I'm glad you're back. We're all glad you're back. Baruch Hashem, Coach Menachem is back. It's funny because the. Uh, the show is called Coach Menachem and in Yeshiva the guy doesn't know that's like a legendary title here like it's, My mother him, <laughs> 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 it's <laughs> That's what it's <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah people yeah who knows that it drew us so many of the Waterbury chevra with just the words Coach Menachem by this nature pull us all. So welcome home, Coach Menachem. <laughs> I want to learn with the chevra today a rashi, Chumish rashi. It's, it's Baruch Hashem. We're, zoich, we're getting close. It's, it's Yom Hamishi, Rosh Chedosh. And I want to learn a Chumish rashi with the chevra that's important to me. I want to link it in a way to the month. I want to tell you why cheshven is such a beautiful month to me. Today it's Rosh Chodesh And I love the boring Waterbury day and I want to explain it to the guys and then I want to learn a rashi with you, Nisanel, thank you. I want to learn a rashi with you that's like very moving to me. Certainly all of us love the Yom Tevin. And I'm not a pretend person. After Yom Tevin, there's a certain downer. Being honest, I felt a little down. Leaving the Yom Tevin. Beautiful. Rosh Hashanah, Aseres Yom Echovah, Yom Kippur, Sukkos, Shemini Atzeres, Simchas It's a tremendous, tremendous chaos and excitement. And there's a certain downer leaving. There's a downer leaving. I love Yom Kippur. It's stunning. To move away from Yom Kippur very Yom Kippur is an awesome day and to move away from all those precious days is difficult let's, let's, we're, we're allowed to feel and let it be honest it's interesting, I took apart the sukkah with Aaron Smilowitz, we took my sukkah apart and it's so fast building the sukkah, I told Johnny Johnny and I want to compose a song you know on Tisha B'Av there's a song that contrasts the excitement when we left Mitzrayim to the downer of leaving Yerushalayim So it describes, like Levitic. And then you're like this sad, this sorrowful. It's (laughs) geschmack. People remember it because, like, this whole long morning of Kenneth, there's like a shtickle action. But that song is always fascinating. I love, you get, you get the sense of music, it's not exactly a powerful song, it's not exactly like a lot of notes and keys, but the, the tune that we describe with great excitement leaving Mitzrayim and the downer of leaving Yerushalayim, the sadness of, of leaving Yerushalayim. So Johnny and I want to make up a song, the excitement of building your sukkah and the downer of taking it apart. The building the sukkah is like magical. It's it's just gorgeous. Everybody's building the sukkah, they're putting it up, and there's such a sad downer taking down your sukkah. It's just sad. You take it down. It's it's the opposite feeling of building the sukkah. We need some song that describes the excitement. Da 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 la 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 la. When you build your sukkah, you need like a Gishmak, the building, and then like this sad thing, you're taking apart the sukkah. Lemay Rabbi, say that moving away from the yamim tovim is a very difficult thing. Truth. So I want to acknowledge that in describing how much I like Chesmen. Now, does anybody know what's Chesmen called? What do we call Cheshwin? I want to make up Maish. Maish Greenwald, welcome home to Rabbi Sh Greenwald. Sh, we have to compose a new song. You know on Tishbab the song that contrasts leaving Yerushalayim and leaving Mitzrayim? So it describes, like, with great excitement, leaving, Mitz- leaving Mitzrayim, the great joy. la da 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 da. Te me Mitzrayim And then it describes very sad Let's go, Chever, oh, you're so shy <laughs> i say i everybody <laughs> you get the Leo. That song is contrasting the great joy and energy and excitement we had upon exiting Mitzrayim. We were headed to to Yisrael. It was fire. And then the, obviously the other part we left Mitzrayim. When we left Yushalayim in Chorban Beis HaMikdash. So I want to make a song, the building of the sukkah, and it has to have like all the dramatics and I, that low part is exactly the taking apart of our sukkah. The dismantling of the sukkah, and what's it? What is called? Rabbi said, "What do we call the month of Cheshvan? We add two letters, Mar Cheshvan. What does Mar mean? Bitter. What do we call a month? Bitter Cheshvan. Mar Cheshvan. Now Mar could also mean master, but Mar could mean bitter. Mar Cheshvan. And." One of the things about this month is difficulty of the month is we leave the Yom Toibin. There's a quietness. There's a simplicity. It's minus all the Chagin. Kisle, we come back into it with Hanukkah. The end of Kisle, we come flying away with Hanukkah. But Cheshvan is that quiet month that follows the beautiful Tkufa of the Mayadim, of the beautiful Mayadim. So I want to say, I, I acknowledge Mosh. I don't like to be a pretend person. I don't like on suffering to say, isn't suffering great? I love it. Thank you, Hashem, for suffering. <laughs> We're human. Suffering's hard. So I don't want to be a pretend guy and say something I don't feel. It is difficult. The day after the Mayadim, there's a certain lull and a certain down. Nonetheless, I want to explain why I love the month of Cheshvan, And to explain that, Khevra. I want to tell you why I love the boring days of Waterbury. We have, you will see over this man, we will have some magical days. We'll have some concert that just knocks and it's inspiring and the whole place is fired up. We'll have that Shabbos that the Yadid Nefesh hits the right key and the right note, some Einig that's magical. Waterbury is full of magical moments, beautiful Shabb- a Shabbos that's magical, a Kumsitz that's magical, a Shir, a Mustervad. There are a lot of magical moments. I think the most important and precious part of the yeshiva are the quiet day when Rai Shapiro one-on-one is talking to a guy in the gzebo. Rizone is in the Blue Ridge somewhere deep, deep, far underground in a room deep, deep in the cellar of the Blue Ridge. And he's talking to a Bakr. Rabbi Russ is holding on to some guy's hand. And I want to explain it, something I've said many times before. But I want to get to a Rashi and Parashas Noach. I've said many times before, we talk about liking real. People give a brach Eliyahu to a Bar Mitzvah bacher. They tell the bar mitzvah, bach, a guy's putting on tefillin, the, the yeshiva had a bar mitzvah last night, went to his brother's bar mitzvah last night. Huh? They give the bar mitzvah the following bracha Yoda, the same joy that you have in putting on tefillin today, you should have your whole life. They give a chasne and kala bracha. The love you have today, you should feel your whole lives. That love you should have your whole life. Elio, do you like when speakers give that bracha? Yeah, I guess. I can't handle it. I want to tell you why. I want to tell. You, I like you. I wasn't asking. I, I, I want to tell you why I can't handle Elio. Bar mitzvah boy putting on tefillah. What's his thoughts to his tefillah? He's very excited. He's like googly. He's like giggly. He's all excited. Does the guy giving the bracha have the excitement of the bar mitzvah boy? Does he even believe that anybody could be that excited? So you don't even mean it. It's like, a, do you really mean that blessing? The same joy you have today, you should have in 30. Really? Is that going to even be possible? Are you serious? You tell the same joy. I think it's an American mix-up, Elio, and I want to explain it. A bar mitzvah Bakr does not have a relationship to his filling. He's excited about them. That's cool and nice. You can't have a relationship to something until you invest in it. Until you're maizeh nefesh for it. Until you produce together with it great things. He does not have a deep, profound... Somebody who's had a, a lifetime of experiences with tefillin has a relationship with tefillin. Elio, what we mix up is the dramatic external emotion and excitement. Who's closer? A couple married 40 years who even are a little bit like, they're sharp with each other. If you ever go to a shop right, you see an old couple like yelling at each other. They're very good friends. And an old couple has much more of a relationship than a new couple. The real bracha to a chasen is, Elio, that the joy you have today should be turned into relationship. It should become something deep and profound, a connection. The bracha to Bar Mitzvah boy is not the same joy you have today. You know when he's going to feel that joy if he ever loses his tefillin for a month? Basically, you told him your is that he should lose his tefillin. I don't think that's a great bracha. The real, and basically, if you tell a spouse the same joy you have now should have your whole life. You're saying they should get into wars. If they have a big fight, when they make up, they feel like that. That's after a fight. The real bracha is that today you feel a certain excitement that's cool. It should turn into something. Turn it it. And I'm not making fun of the dramatic feelings. Dramatic feelings are a blessing, Eliyahu. But they don't create relationship and the deep bonds and connections that we're striving for. The Western culture only looks at the dramatic. This yeshiva, people look at the last night of yeshiva as the, as the ultimate. The last night is a gift, it's wonderful. It's not what the yeshiva is designed for. That is a blessing. That magical, that emotional, that inspiring. That's a blessing and I don't put that down and I pray Tashem, for many such moments. But the boring quiet day that there's honest relationship, there's honest people talking, putting in. You're sitting MJ, we will have many magical moments in Yesheba. But MJ grinding it out on a random Thursday in Mar cheshven, on Rosh Chaydesh cheshven, MJ, you're here, and we're going to learn a Rashi and Nayach. That's the most important thing in the world. The deep, the commitment, the realness. I love the boring days in between all the exciting days, Alyo. Now, I like the exciting days, and I don't want to be a Kafui Toiv tashem. Ta I beg him for many exciting days. Because that gives us the energy and the power to create the boring day. So what I would say to a bar mitzvah, you're fired up. My bracha to you is it should turn into a relationship to your tefillin. Take your excitement and make a relationship with your philacrates. I would tell a couple, you're excited, turn it into a relationship. It's absolutely silly to tell a couple, a newlywed, the same joy you have today. They don't have a relationship yet, they don't, they don't know each other, they don't commit. They're not, it, it's not deep. This excitement is wonderful, now turn it into a relationship. And every once in a while you should have another excitement like this. Every once in a while that will come. And I'm not putting that down, that's a gift from Hashem. But turn it into something real, meaningful. I consider this speech that I'm describing is the essence of this precious month that we, ju- that we have today, Cheshven. Cheshven very quiet. We just came from the dramatic. We just were singing, Moshe, Emma, Seirassi, Ma Shraying. We were just singing, screaming, yelling, singing. We just had the dramatic sukkahs. We had the blast of the Rosh Hashanah horn. We had all these dramatic, wonderful Chagim that were gifts from Hashem. Necessary gifts. And all those gifts are meant that in the quiet month of Cheshvin, we should be more patient to our wife. We should be more loving to our spouse. In the quiet month of Cheshvin, we should have more respect to our parents. In the quiet month of Cheshvin, be nicer to your sister. Be more caring, more noticeable all the dramatics, all the explosions, all the things we went through, all the dynamite things we went through were meant to change cheshvin We spoke yesterday about constructing, going, to an, an, going into a, a mode that I'm constructing myself. That a person's building himself, that he's creating a person and building himself All the yamim taivim are great tools in the construction of a person. But the goal is a constructed person. And Rosh Hashanah is a great tool. To a youngster, an unsophisticated youngster, Sukkot is like, where can I get the best rush and the best party? And that's normal. He wants to go to the best Simchas Beishoreva and he comes back, that was great. And that's normal, that's normal. And a good zach, and a good zach. But every Simchas Beis get Lubavitch, get seven seventies, a good one. of the chandelier in their sukkah, givelding, and sing, and get some hot kugel from from vision. It's go around, gishmak. Nothing wrong, nothing cynical about that. And go around. I'm a big fan of Simchas Beis a huge fan, huge fan. If I could, I would go every night to another Simchas space Shuave. I'm a big fan of Simchas Beis a huge fan of the beautiful parties of sukkahs. But what I say to all of us, the parties are wonderful. But all the activities we do are meant to produce a person. By the way, what are we thinking about the Sema Zesheva? What's the great excitement? The excitement was like we discussed the Mayim Tachtayinim, going to the Mayim al The excitement was a person's process of Tshuva. The Siba, the source of the great semcha, the source What's the source of Simcha? What's Shmini called? How do we know Shmini has Simcha at all? It's called <laughs> Ach Sameach, Gemara Sokka, R Masechta. Ach is a riboy, and Ach, it's normally a mid. Here it's a riboy, and it's Marbe Shmini for Simcha. It says, <laughs> Ach Sameach, Ach is Marbe Shmini The eighth night for Simcha, it's a riboy. Besides the seventh day, we have Ach Sameach, the eighth night. That's a big problem, Rabbi I say, Normally, Ach, it's a Gemara Makkas. Whenever it says Ach, alish, Eitan, in all of Shas, Ach is a me, it excludes. Here is a rare place that Ach is Marbe. What is Ach Gematria of? I'm not usually a Gematria guy, but you, you should know him, Arsha. What is Ach Gematria 21? Chaphael of 21. How many days are there from Rosh Hashanah through Aishanah Rabbah? Before Shmidat's 21 days, which the Marsha, the Marsha calls them the 21 days of Libun, of cleansing. From Rosh Hashanah Maishala through Shmini is 21 days of cleansing. Vaish Sa'ach Sameach is the Ach, is the 21 days that cause the Simcha and then explodes in Shmini Atzeris. So there's a tremendous Simcha in Kaparas for sure. Tremendous, tremendous joy in the Libun. The goal is to take all these tools and turn them into a different person during the year. To bring them with, not to experience it and leave, to experience it and utilize it to change, to grow and to add. So we come to Rosh in a very quiet month and the goal now is to take with, To take the Shifer with us, to take the, the naira, the awesomeness of Yom Kippur with us to take the semcha the of steiging of, of the Yom Narayim with us. That is the goal. So I want to share, that's, that's how I would describe the month of Cheshun, the quiet month. I consider Cheshun like the quietest month of the year, just because of the contrast to what was before. It's the quiet month devoid of Yom Im but the month that all of us operate, what I, what I compare to the boring days of Otterbury, that all the exciting days are meant to facilitate the boring day, to allow for the conversations, the relationships, to allow for the building that needs to go on. So that's the avoid of the month of Cheshvan. So I want to share a rashi with the Hevra that's very moving to me. The grah had a deal with his wife. The grah made a deal with his wife that whoever is nifter first, whoever passes on first. Will come back in a dream to the other one to tell them about Uilama. And what I'm gonna share, a Rashi is basically the Gra's wife was Nefteris first, she predeceased him, she was Nefteris first, and what I'm sharing is basically what his wife told him. What the grah's wife told him about Uilama, mayor, is basically the following, Rashi. I wanna study it with you because I think it's to me it's very inspiring, Rashi. We know after Noyach and his family come out of the Teva. And Vayyu. The, the, it's in Shishi and Parshish Noyach. It's in Perak Tess, Pasach, It says the Bnei Noyach who come out of the Teva, Shem Chom and Yafas. His three sons, Noyach and his three sons come out of the Teva. We know that after the Mabal over, Noyach drinks a and he drinks wine. and he becomes drunk. Nayach gets drunk. And in his oil, Nayach is unclothed. He's he got drunk and he's lying unclothed in his in his oil. And sees his father in a very vulnerable position. And he goes, tells his two brothers, Ham, the inappropriate son, sees his father's disgrace and does nothing about it. Chazal tell us he did a lot worse than doing nothing about it. Rashi brings it. Some say sirsai, some say rabbi, he did terrible Averis interesting the Pesukim cover it up. I don't want to speak about why the Pesukim do that right now. But Chum sees his father very compromised and at the very least in the Psukim does nothing about it. In Chazal we're taught he did very bad things. Chum comes then the next Pasik says Vayikach Shein Yefes. and Shein Yefes took Es asimla, their father's garment Vayesimu Al Shechem Shneim they brought it in on both of their shoulders. They walked in backwards. Not to see their father compromised. And they covered their fathers. They weren't facing him. They didn't see their father compromise. So they both were very careful with the dignity and honor of their father. Comes Chazal, Rashi brings Chazal that when it says Shame and Yafes took a garment to cover their father, it should say Vayikhu, plural. They took Elio. Vayikhu, anybody knows they took. They took. Vayikhu. But it says Vayikach, and he took. It's talking about two people. Vayikach, and he took. Who's he? Shame the Yafes. Says Rashi, why does it say he took? Si it doesn't say they took. He took al shame. for yefes. Shame was more enthusiastic than yefes. Says he. He was the one who was more more enthusiastic. He was the one who who who, who encouraged this more. You know, two people doing action. Shame and yefes both did an action. But shame was more enthusiastic. Nisamates, He was. More Geschmack about it. Yoisim more than Yefes. Maybe it doesn't say in what way. Maybe he was his idea. He said to his brother, "Let's cover dad and let's walk in backwards." Was it his idea? Did he just? Maybe it doesn't say in what way, but it says that shame asserted more. b'mitzvah of Yefes. He put into the mitzvah more than Yefes. Lakach therefore says, Rashi, Zachu Ban of Latalish You know why you and I have the mitzvah Darais of Talus? The beautiful mitzvah Darais of a Talus that we say that the great glory of the Yid that we get to wrap ourselves in a mitzvah is because our Elta Elta Zedah, because shame. Since shame was put in more efforts was Nisamate's Yoset, and Yefes in the mitzvah, he was Zaycheh that his grandchildren got the mitzvah of Tzitzis. yefes also got Zechar. Likfura Lebonov. He was Zaycheh that his descendants got Kfura, and it brings a pasuk that Goig got a place for Kever. He also got Zechar says Rashi, says Chazal, that, the one who, that Yefes forever got the mitzvah of Tzitzis because he, he put in more effort. And I want to say here is an act that two people did. The exact same act. They both covered their father. But one was more enthusiastic about it. And forever he gets much more secher. Forever he gets much more secher. And what I want to say to the Hever, the Rashi moves me profoundly. Two people did an action. They both did. They both did. It moves me how exact Din is. Hashem's judgment is so exact that Shame was more excited. He was more energetic. It mattered to him more. And the Schar is like, this is not a minor difference. It almost makes me laugh. Shame, they did the same thing. You know, if you said shame got an extra slice of pizza. Shame forever has mitzvahs, his descendants, has a mitzvah of tzitzis. And Yefes, and I'm, I'm not putting down kfura. I'm sure burial is very important. But he gets a mitzvah for eternity. And Yefes is also zaycheh that his descendants get kfura. It's interesting. <laughs> it, that's a fast. I never thought of that. I have to think about it. Fascinating, Johnny. Fascinating. <laughs> he said, you know, he sits us out by the Kever. He has Sitsis and he has Kvura. It's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, John. I have to think about that. But Elio, the fascinating, the amazing difference in how we perform the mitzvah. And this seems like such a minor story. In many, many ways, and here you have three children respond, Chom obviously responds in a horrible way. And then you have Shem and Yefes, each responding in the proper way to their father's bazillion. But Shame invested more, and forever his children And I want to say, Rabbi Isai, that the small deeds that people don't see are the big stories. The small things. We live in a very, very shallow world that only celebrates very, very big things. Only things that are worthy of making it to the papers. We live in a very chitzonyistic of Velt. What's considered big? He's big. He's famous. And the world of Ruchnius, the world of tyre, is not that way. In the world of tyre, in a shallow world, Shem and Yafis are the same. They both did very nice things. But in the world of MS, shame was Nisameh, yes, shame invested more. There was a certain quality of sincerity. There was a certain quality of care, of effort, it mattered to him. And forever the shar is very, very different for shame and Yefes. Don't ever underestimate small and quiet things. And I want to say this on the month that I can... W- if we renamed Cheshven, we'd call it the quiet month. I want me and Johnny are going to ignite the quiet month because I like the quiet month. Cheshven is the quiet month. Probably in whatever we should like dance the whole quiet month. Do you know? The quiet month is valuable. Celebrate the quiet month. Make it loud. Make it important. Understand it's important. So on the quiet month of Rosh the Dosh Rabbi I say, I want to share this Rashi, that shame who was a little more fiery, more fervent, forever and ever was to something precious. Don't underestimate the little knetch, the little detail, don't underestimate it, ever. In your own life, in your own life, what people would consider your big stories, what people consider your big successes, The real stories that are important are much more minor and much more subtle. People like highlighting the great story, you heard what he did, and often the biggest stories of our life are subtle and small and little, which people can't rate. This difference between shame and yafis, you and I might not have even seen it, you know that? We would look at two fellows who both covered their father. I don't know if we were there, Yehud, if we would discern the difference. But in a, in a certain manner, shame was nisa'a Yaiser. He put in greater effort. He cared more. Forever he zayichet to Ashar, His descendants had the talis. That's us, MJ. It moves me greatly the, how much Hashem values the small thing. There's many things in our life that we sense, did anybody really see that? Who made note of that? Did I get credit? The world of credit is very shallow. The world of what people see and celebrate, but Hashem marks it Them, Hashem knows and Hashem sees, and Hashem marks the small thing. In our world of Ruchnius, the small thing is often bigger than the big thing. It's bigger be- precisely because it wasn't celebrated as much. Precisely because it didn't have so much publicity. Eitan, when, when Rabbi Oberlander and I, many years ago, were starting this Masifta, and now I've continued this with Rabbi Brownstein, it's an important pact to me that we should avoid as much as we can that things should not be about reputation. We live in a world that's very focused on how others perceive it, perception. How I like, I'm staring at the anti-perception reality club sweatshirt that Yisuf Chaim is wearing. Beautiful, thank you, Yisuf Chaim. Elio, we live in a world that's so focused on perception, how people see it, how people see it. Make sure the perception's good, I have a pact, a blood pact with Ray Brownstein that this yeshiva is going to put perception matters, but reality over perception. This quiet story, shame and Yafis were the same. Shame did not do anything more dramatic than Yafis, but he was Nisamets, yeser. There was more heart. There was more passion. Nothing that human beings marked. It wasn't written in the Yated. It wasn't even written by Yami. No magazine recorded it. You couldn't even see it. Really? Shame was Nesam Metz There's something about it that he was more passionate. He gets an infinite schar. L'doyrus, his descendants, Azayche, to the Tzitzis. That's moving to me. It's moving to me, Rabbi Said. There's a world that where things are marked down precise, and it's not what people see. It's not what people see. There's a world of Pneumius. There's a world of Emes. There's a world of what's the truth. And that's the world that we're zayich to learn—the world of Torah and the world we're to live in. Don't underestimate the small things that others won't know and won't see. Don't underestimate it. A guy is nice to the local almana; the world will write about it. A guy's nice to his wife; it doesn't—it do, it doesn't get a story in the papers. But that's what the Rabbeinah Shalom sees. He was Nisam Metzieser. Something quiet, something valuable, something that's not recorded is extremely precious. I link this. This is, the, to me, if, the, if, if a month can talk, Mayesh. if a month can talk, I hold Cheshven, would say the Shmuz. Value that which is quiet. Value that. Cheshven is the month everything got quieter. You know, the month before we were all sitting in church, I felt like, it's funny when you, at the end of, at the end of the last Meyer of Shmini Atzeres, I feel like I just sat with a group of men like straight for a month. You feel like you, you're in the room so much davening between that HaKafes, the Tefilah, slichas. you were in a room a long time with the same group. And then you, you break up. You break up till the. And then you're together back again in the winter, back for Shabbos. We would together, Pashat, for a long period, and then you separate back to your homes, back to the quietness of our homes. If Khejvin could talk, I believe this is the shmooze that Khejvin would say. Value that which is quiet, value that which nobody else sees, value that that's just between you and God, quiet. And read this Rashi, Shame did an act that wasn't seen by others. More, than, he, They saw them both cover their father, but he was Nisam etzies, and It was more important. In the quiet of his room, his father's room, he invested more and cared more. And forever he had eternity for that. So that's the first, the first lesson that I wanted to learn with the Hevra on parshas Nayach. I want to close with something about Avram. Once Avram Avinu is introduced, I find it I can't hold out to give a whole, to learn something on the parish and learn something else and not talk about Avram. So before Maj leaves, I want to say something about Avram Avinu. I should have him say, but I, I don't want him to think every time he calls, I want him to come off from time. Is that true? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. May you heard that. Avi, <laughs> Avi, I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something about Avramavinu. I want to share with everybody here something about Avram Avinu, and then we'll close out with Rosh Chayda Shnig. And I want to say as follows. Yes, yes. Big people, big people have contradictory things to them. Developed people have contradictions. Very small people don't have contradictions, and big people have contradictions. What do I mean to that? I mean to say, if you'll see a big person who's, I should, when I say a developed person, you'll see they have a certain rigidity. They have a rigidity to them to do things in the right way a precision that may, they look a little rigid, but then all of a sudden they call upon flexibility. And you see balance, the same. No person is naturally rigid when you're supposed to be rigid and flexible when you're supposed to be flexible. They might be by nature flexible and they worked on their rigidity. They might be by nature rigid and worked their flexibility, but they end up having balance. I want to speak about a specific balance that Avramavinu Avinu had that's, that, that I want to share with the Chevra because I think this is something part of our people. Avramavinu Avinu Mitzad Echad is an ivri. He has the power to stand alone. Everybody behaving a certain way, and he is different. Avram's called an Ivri, and the name of our people are Ivrim. Avram is unique. Everybody's doing one thing, and he doesn't mind standing alone. And he gave that to us all, his descendants. We all have the Kayach of Ivrim, and Ivri means that ability to be unique, to be independent. All of us are Ivrian. A name of a Yid is Ivri Anoichi. I'm an Ivri. And Ivri means the word Aver Hanar, means the other side of the river, to stand independently. A Yid has the ability, everybody's doing it, so what? But everybody, everybody's doing it, so what? Everybody. Everybody might be doing one way. We are committed to that which is true, that which is right. We don't take polls. We don't see well, eighty-four percent. But if it's not right, we're we're the Kayach of every. We're not afraid to stand alone if that's what's true. That's a koyach. It has. We have that Kayach, David, from Avram Avinu. But I've run, so that's certainly one aspect, and we're going to study that aspect. That aspect, we could talk about that aspect a long time, that ability not to, not to be afraid to stand alone. It's lonely, it could be difficult. There's a tremendous force when everybody's doing a certain way, and you could stand alone and do different. So that's one koyach, is to be an ivory, to be a person who's not afraid to do what's right and true. It's interesting. In a room where everybody's going to davening. it's much easier to go to davening, To come to Shachos, it's, it's. this is real stuff. If your whole room's not coming to Shachris it's very hard to come to the, the Nobody's going. You, when we get up in the morning, you look over and all three roommates are sleeping. To be in Ivry, nobody's going. But we have that Kayach from Avram Avinu. David, we're able, like Avram, to be in Ivry, to be unique. To stand alone, to stand alone, we have that Kayach. It's in us all, it's in us all to be an Ivory, it's in us all. I remember I was a youngster, I'm not saying it's right, I'm not using this, I can't say good stories, I'm not saying it's right, I'm saying what we all naturally have. When I was a kid I made a decision not to wear shorts. I had decided that I don't want to wear... F- Each person, my kids wear shorts. I'm proud. They dress beautifully. I want them. It's a good zach. There's nothing. Shorts are wonderful. I had a chesh a specific reason. I decided not to wear shorts. And then I played in the Young Israel League in ninth grade. And everybody had a uniform. Today, it's not as in the Young Israel League. When I was a youngster, the Young Israel League was very in. And the best ball players played in the Young League. It was very intense. It was a good league. The Young Israel was very stark. It was an intense league, but I had made a commitment not to wear shorts. I asked permission. I was the only guy in the league. Every single guy had shorts. I played in these regular pants. Maybe the same ones, I probably changed them. I played in these pants. I played in these pants. Everybody had a tank top. I didn't want to wear a tank top. I should have, looking back, I probably was wrong. I probably should have put the tank top over a t-shirt. I was the only guy in the league who played in pants and a t-shirt. That's, now, I'm, I'm, I was a young kid and it's not a great story. Zero. It's not a great story. I'm telling you that we're Evrean. It's what we are. You and I are Evrean. We have a power to stand alone. Now, that's a power and it's a necessary power in the right time. I promise you, there's a, there's, and, and it could be I did it in the wrong time. I'm not even saying I was right when I was a youngster. I'm not talking if I was right or wrong. And by the way, there's a time to say when in Rome, to be part of something. But there's a of an every. You know, we have tool bags. in, our, in our, We have a box of tools in our back. There's a tool called being an every. There's a tool called being an every. A bacher and yeshiva, a and yeshiva was, was very aggressive on people. Very aggressive. On everybody around him. So I called him over. I said, you have an incredible tool. I'm so proud of you. He clearly, you can watch, was once beaten up as a kid. He was pushed around. So he has a tool, protect yourself tool. It's excellent, I promise. I'm so proud of him. He has a tool. Nobody's messing with me. I like that. He's right. He's right. I told him I want you to get some other tools in your toolbox said, so you pull out the tool at the wrong time. Nobody's... You pull it out to people who aren't trying to mess. You. You're you safe. I'm, nobody's trying to hurt you. So he has one tool he's developed. We have to learn. There are a lot of tools. We have a lot of things we could use at our disposal. There's a tool called being an every. You have to know when to use it. And probably as a youngster, I misused it. But you and I have a tool in our toolbox called being an every. I can stand alone. It's interesting. I'm not getting political. I have no shita vax, anti-vax. I have no idea. I know the world's a beautiful place. I know one thing. I want every guy here, you, your families, to be safe and healthy. I have no idea. I I have no shita. I'm not talking about it. I'm not interested in it. The only part that really fascinates me is when there's a rabbin, is that there is such a tool to be a yachid. But you have to know when to use it. There's a time to say that everybody's doing it. Be like everybody. There's, I promise, there's a time. In the Torah, in the Torah, that's also a tool. There's something called going after the Rabbim. We Paskin like the Rabbim. There's something called <laughs> there's something called there's one tool called an every. Have that tool in your box and you'll need a, I promise, May may you'll need to use it sometimes in your life. There's a tool called I'm standing alone. I don't care what everybody's doing. This I'm going to stand up for what's right. By the way, if your whole room's talking lashon hara, pull out your ifri tool. I don't care what everybody's doing. It's lashon hara. If everybody's doing an avera, if everybody's doing something wrong, so you're supposed to also do something wrong. Pull out your ifri tool. Pull out. We're from Avram Avinu. And we have that kayak to say, I know everybody's doing, but I'm not going to do it. It's not right. If everybody in your shul is talking during davening, still don't talk, but everybody's talking in every. I have the kayak to be different. If nobody in your room's coming to Shacharis, be in every. Stand up. There's a bachor in Yeshiva who, who, who wears a hat and jacket by davening. I'm so proud of him. And, and don't, don't listen to another person. Remember, you're doing that. Be in every. There's an every tool. Doesn't every tool that you'll need, Shemi, I promise you'll need it in your life. And have that tool and pull it out. What I want to say about Avram Avinu is the Rambam says that Avram Avinu, we're going to to learn the Rambam inside. You know what? I'm reading it right now My screen will see. I'm reading it. I'm going to read you the Rambam. Wolf Apparel. Nahum Wolf Apparel. Say, shout out to Tonle Man. Go to NahumWolfApparel.com. 25% off all your orders. 25%. Or what about like. What do you want to wear? Chaifin? Yeah, Chaifin. Type in the size of Wait, I need to look up that. Yeah, I'll give you the code later. Please listen to the Rambam. The Rambams in Hilcha Savoy Desar Shloime Eli Danowitz. Check out this Rambam. Hilcha Savoy Desar Hudi, I want you to hear this Rambam. Hilchas Savoy Desar Perak Aleph Halacha Gimel. Says the Rambam. Kivan shenigmal This mighty Avram Avinu is called Eitan. Avram Eitan means the mighty one. Eitan is another name for Avram Avinu. is shaiteit He started exploring with his mind. Vukatan. He was a youngster. Vilach night. Avinu. David, listen to this golden language of the Rambam. Avram Avinu, day and night, started thinking. Vayatmiya, he had a wonder. How can this world, how can it run so flawlessly, and it has no driver? Order, if you walk into a room, and a table is set beautifully, what do you know? Somebody set the table. I walk home tonight, 6.30, Maish crew is going to come to his house and a beautiful dinner is waiting for him. What does he know when he sees a nice dinner? There's cook. Oh, if there's a beautiful meal, somebody made the meal. Maish, you come on Lail Shabbos and the table's set beautifully. If the table's set, mm-hmm. somebody set the table. All of us know this. If there's a beautiful table, somebody set it. Avraham Avinu sees a beautiful world of order and he said it has to be, this is a basic to humanity, that if I see order, there's a manig. See, so he says, he started thinking about the manig. He says the Rambam, he had no melamed, he had no Rebbe. B'loi mei nobody taught him anything. El l'moshka or kastim. He was sucked, he was Shakua. He was in the middle of a country between people who were serving idol worships. His father and his mother and the entire nation. And Avramavinu was serving Avai also, says the Rammam. But his heart was, was searching. Something's wrong. Ad Shehisig Deracha MS until he discovered the truth. The haven kavat and he found the righteous path. Midaita Yanachina from his own mind. Viyada Samelokai He knew that there was one God, Vumaniga Gilgulaz, and he controls and runs this whole world. Vubarakol he made it all. They and there is no other force other than Hashem. The kolam Taim and he knew that the whole nation was was wrong. The shagarmlam Tais and he knew that the reason that caused the Tais they were serving the Kaichavim Surais, he was forty years old when he when he realized Hashem's the truth, when he was Hikaris Bayra. Kivan Shahikir, once he recognized Hashem. And he started knowing how to answer, how to engage in debates. And he started setting up debates with the people of Orkastim until he taught them the He started teaching people. He had public debates and he started teaching them the truths. The Rambam goes on. Once he started proving them wrong, Vikish HaMelech L'Hargoyi the king wanted to kill him. A miracle happened. The ramam doesn't describe the miracle. We know the saving from the fire. And he ran away to Kharan. And he started calling out. He would go around teaching them about Hashem. Ram would go around teaching truths of this world. And he would gather the nations, he'd go around the world gathering people. He would rent venues, big venues, thousands, tens of thousands of people, and talk to them about the truths of life. Until he came to Yisrael, and he would speak to people there. Says the Rambam, People would gather to him and ask him his words. He would teach every single person according to their understanding until he brought them back to the Emes. But I want to highlight those golden words of the Rambam. He would teach... He spoke to everybody according to their understanding. I love those words of the Rambam. What was Avram's Mida in Ivry? Stood alone. You would think somebody who stood alone is a guy who separates people, doesn't understand them. What's Avram Avinu's second attribute? He spoke to everybody, kefidaitim. According to their understanding, means he understood everybody. He understood everybody. He connected to everybody. He knew how to talk to everybody. If you know Revavad Yosef, that great giant he was incredible, he was able to speak to everybody. Different types of yidin, different age yidn. He understood each person and knew how to talk to them. Avram Avinu's ability to speak to everybody kiffid. That's the opposite end of the spectrum. It's Echad and ivri stand alone. You would picture somebody standing alone, so they don't understand anybody. They separate from everybody. Avram Avinu has the opposite midah as well in his toolbox. To be able to speak and connect and relate to each person. Each person to understand, to connect, to relate. In one human being, to find both, both parts. The ivri Mitzad echad, stands alone. You expect an ivri, so you separate from people. And you're, say there, you're alone. They don't understand me, I don't understand them. No. Avram has a second attribute of understanding people, connecting to people, really getting their world, getting their way of thinking. He was able to speak to everybody in the world. That's the opposite tool that has to be in our box also. The understanding of people, the tzush telling to people, we live in a world. I have seen that there's, there's a word. Did anybody ever hear of the word mufka? Mufka is a yeshivish word when somebody's very not worldly, they're mufka. They just don't. I have seen people who have no shaykhs to this world. The Bale Musa, my Rebbe, gave us an importance of knowing this world, of being able to talk to people in this world. Avram Avinu was the opposite of mufka. You would think somebody who's uh, an Ivry, he's pirate from the Alma, no sheikhs shut down the world. Eitan, you would think that somebody in Eitan, Avram Avinu, who's a mighty one, he goes against the world. So you would think, his Midas, he's like the opposite of worldly. He shuts out the world and you would think he couldn't talk to anybody in the world, Ruvayim. Because he's an Ivry. He's an Ivry. I put barriers up but what's another Koyach of Avram? He speaks to every single person. He understands, he connects, he relates. That's balance, Everybody say. The balance of a great person. Avram Avinu had different tools, even opposing tools, and knew when to pull out the Ivri tool and when to pull out the Maoriv Ben tool. When I have to understand and apply myself and connect, and to have both aspects, to have both aspects in the same person, in the same toolbox. This is where you and I come from. The Mitzad Echad, the Ivri Kayach martcha. that I'm alone, I mean, I don't care everybody's doing. And the Mitzad shayni the Kolechad the echad, Daytoy. It's interesting, in raising my own children, I want to tell you, in raising my own children, I don't want them, I want them to have both aspects. You can raise kids to, 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 to be separate from everybody else. Of course, they need to be given in every tool. They need to be given in every tool, of course. The ability to stand alone. But you also have to give your kids the tool to connect, to relate, to be part and then to, to and then to figure out when i call my every tool when i call connecting relating understanding being part and we need our shovel. what <laughs> very good very good I'm very moved. I have to say, I'm, I'm saying to the guys in studying Avram, and I'm not studying last year's Avram. Okay. I'm studying Avram now. Avram Avinu shows up this week. Rabbi say Parshas Noach. Avram shows up. This is the Parashas Noach. Avram comes. And Yehuda moved this year. It's not last year. I moved this year, Yehuda. Of, of, of this aspect, Shleima. this aspect, the mitzad Echad, that he's in every, I wouldn't be. By the way, if it didn't have the other side of the coin, I wouldn't be as impressed with the Every Yehuda. So you're an Every, okay? See, so just tune out the world, Right off the world, tune out the world. That's almost easy. You could do that. I move that Avram Avinu has such has two tools in his toolbox that seem contradictory. That's a shalim. There's a shlemus Mendel there. There's a shlemus that Echad There's an Every. When the time is, is, is that I stand alone, everybody's doing the same thing, but I'm going to stand up for what's true. But Mitzad Shani, to connect the people around you, to be... I want... When I picture a Mosh Greenwald sitting in a Shul mush, I want you, Mitzad Echad, to be ma'oriv to be one of the boys. More What the heaven? I see a guy in the dorms in yeshiva. I've seen guys just in every... I don't, yeah, you're just in every, but we're not supposed to just be in So, How are you going to impact? How are you going to change? How are you going to uplift? Exactly. When somebody has both things, he's in every when he's supposed to be in every, When he's supposed to say, I stand alone. You're all doing, I'm not doing that. But he also has that Kayach of being mechazik of encouraging, of understanding, of being a part. Avram is so part of the world, he speaks to kolecha veechot kifitaytoy. Just had to get balanced, so we need work. We need to work on. We need to work on both sides, by the way, but we need to work on having an every tool in our life. I picture any successful person will have these two tools powerfully. Will have an every tool powerfully, and will have times in his life that he says, "I have to stand alone." I don't care what everybody's doing. I really don't. It's wrong and I refuse to do what's wrong. And everybody needs that part of Avram Avinu. But also to learn the other part of Avram. I'm part of a world. To understand it. To connect to it. To be a part of it. Can I tell you a story? Can I tell you a story, Mash? I have a friend that went through the yeshiva system and he was very, very mad at yeshivas. He was very mad. He was burnt. He was hurt. My Rebbe begged him. My Rebbe said, if you detach from yeshivas, you'll do good things with your life. You'll never impact the system. My Rebbe begged him to stay connected and stay part. Basically, my Rebbe said, you can call the Ivri tool, but if you cancel out the the staying from within the camp, you won't uplift and change the yeshiva system. I want the type, I want for a bacher the type of steiging. I want the type of steiging that you take your whole shul and the whole place. What you did here, I want you to bring to the world. Mash Greenwald took a yeshiva and like lifted up. The place is still elevated. He took him in his chaver Chaim Tzvi Perlitz. Chaim Tzvi is still doing it right here, Mash. He has the place on his broad shoulders. You know that? He has the whole place. There's an ivri mitzah The guy's an ivri. Do you picture, Hebra, I'm not trying to shout out people. Do you picture the ideal? We're all trying to study Avram. Avi, are you picturing the ideal with me? We're trying to picture, there's a person here that I want I want you and me to grab onto, Avi. There's a beautiful person. Mamie, you know what I mean? There's a person. I have seen Avram. I have seen it. I'm not moved by that. I'm not moved by that. They don't change, they disassociate. See, so you're in every. This whole shul, and you're different. Okay, so then, okay, okay. I'm impressed. Don't say I'm not impressed. I'll be impressed with anybody. But, but uh, it's not, you're not Avram yet. You're only halfway there. I'm impressed by somebody, you, Zevi, you could be in every. I'm different. I'm not, I'm not for doing what you're doing. But I'm also of but I'm also with you. I get you. I'm with you and get you and understand you and I'm part of you. Avram is so part and so separate. I think that's gorgeous. If you visualize in your life successful people have this, that's an Avramnik. That's a child of Avram. That's the one Avram dreamed of. That's, he has that. He's, yeah, I've seen this. I've seen this. In every yeshiva you'll go to, you'll see it. You'll see the gang, you'll see people that are just the He, fi- We used to have a guy in Yeshiva. There's a guy in Yeshiva, he's from the big Masmidim in America. His name was Avi Jaffe. It's a big Masmid, a wild Masmid, till today. He's in Kuala and Baltimore. He's from like the big mass Masmidim in the whole country. Avi's day starts at 4.30 every morning. Can I know he just had a child? Another child, Baruch Hashem. He's a Masmid Nifla, wild. You could say I don't know his schedule today. It Used to be four thirty in the morning. He was buying ben Azmanim. There was no difference the third day Pesach and the, the third day Pesach and the fourth day Yellow. His day, the only day he didn't learn like that was Tishvah. You know how to learn Torah. But three, four thirty. I don't know today what he does. His schedule is a wild masmid. from the big Masmidim in the world. But Avi Jaffe. If the whole yeshiva had an event, he was there. He was learning. If the whole yeshiva was in the gym, there was a big game. He learned in the gym. But he wasn't trying to like be in... A, he could have learned in the base mesh. He just didn't feel different. Everybody's in the gym. He was with the have quietly. Like, he didn't always even have a Gemara. with Chazer, Baal You know, he, he learned. Mm-hmm. But he was so more... He could have stayed in the base mesh. He just, like we said, everybody comes. Everybody's there. So then he's there. And he go to a big league game. Everybody's by the big league. So he learn there. So the picture of somebody and the impact he had on Yeshiva as such, the impact is much greater. He was in Ivri but he was Ma'oriv. In Ivri who was Ma'oriv. It's cool that the words are so similar but in Ivri oh Ma'oriv, Ivri. I want to try to be like Avram. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it again and again, not for you, for me. I apologize but I'm trying to... It's a direction, it's a mission. This, Huri, this is like a charge. My Hood is joining the Yesheva Baruch Hashem, this year. I want him to be a Ma'oriv who's in every. Aaron, I want all your life to be a Ma'oriv who's in every. You hear, Yehuda? Yehuda and I are becoming Yehuda Zelman and I. My should becoming best friends. I want him. Let's be Avram. Isn't that, Isn't this a mission, Mask him. I'm very moved, ever anew by this. The Ma'oriv that he's. He gets every person. He's so connected. He's so present. He's so part of the world. So not mufka. Ma'asim Yosef Chaim? I, a guddle, if you wanted a gadol, sometimes you need a live gadol. Uh, he's not live, but if somebody was live in, my, in our lifetimes, Maish. Rav Finkel, I would like, like, when I'm hearing this, I'm like visualizing Rav He was so much bigger than everybody around him. He was, he was so, such an ivory. You knew so much the man is doing something different, but he was so part of us. He was so part of us. Can I tell you a story? This is, what, this, is the, this is what I'm talking about. Listen to this story. This is the story behind what I'm talking about, Kevin. I need you to visualize this. A guy learned in the. Johnny, listen to this mice. I, I, I haven't said this mice a lot. Listen to this mice. There was a guy who learned Menachem Bronner's, If you coach Menachem, you like this story. Yeah, big time eligible Shaddach, but we'll talk about that. My wife should read Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, big cat. Yeah, big cash. You Need this. The full, entire. Like this, like this. Eitan, listen to this story. A friend of mine was getting married in the Mir Yeshiva, a Masmid Nifla, a really a huge, huge Masmid, and he's getting married. His Chasna was a who's who Chasna. It was one I, you know, it. Today, we would call it a Cheese Friedman festival. A photographer's dream. Shemin Cheese Friedman, you'd want a photographer there. Anybody who ever was big was at this wedding. Rebel Yashiv was there, and a lot of Gedoyim. I believe Rebel Yashiv came. I don't remember for sure, but it was a who's who wedding. A lot of Tzadikim, Gedoyim, Gainim. It was one of those weddings, a really hot wedding, Zebby. Yeah, like that. Like the central pay, you know, the central thing of the Modiya had these pictures. This wedding may was that type of similar. This guy this guy was a masman nifla, but he had been on MTA's varsity when he was younger. And then he went there to see Surly Now he'd been on MTA. In, in to the chasna, his old friends came to the wedding. His old he was on the varsity. And his old friends came to the wedding. They have to the picture at the wedding are these big... And Eretz Yisro, if you're not used to this, American Gedolim do not mind sports. Rev Henach Leibowitz, Zeichet Tzadik, Kaddosh went to Eretz Yisro and gave Musser to the Eretz Yisro and that they should have more sports there. The nature is the American Gedolim in Philly, by recess, a Bachar can play ball. In Eretz Yisroel, the Eretz Yisroel victims don't play ball. Why it's that way is a shmooze, there's reasons for it. But they don't play ball. This is an Eretz Yisroel chasna, and you had g'daylim and by the chasna. Now his old friends come, and they thought it would be such a good shtick, they're throwing around the basketball, they put on varsity jerseys, and they're throwing around the basketball. It was very tense in the room. It wasn't funny. I'm thinking of a certain goddle. I was standing near him. He wanted a run. It just it was uncomfortable. You know, it's uncomfortable. Big going like our duck. And they were just like a shtickle irreverent. And throwing like irreverently like a goddess ducking under a basketball flying. It got and there was a tension in the room. They didn't mean anything bad, this several. It just, I'm not sure it was the best idea, the throwing a ball, dribbling around. I'm not sure, like you want to, you know what a basketball player wants to hurt another player? You go on a breakaway, you put the ball one side and get the ball on the other side. I'm not sure you should do that to Rebel Yashiv. It just, like there are balls flying around between Rebel Yashiv's legs. It was, there was something like, and there was a certain tension in the room of two worlds like, is this going to work? And anybody at that chasna felt a little bit of attention tension when the Hevri came out. But okay, you know... Uh... Rav Nassim Svi Finkel goes to the middle. I saw this with these eyes, these pair of eyes, same ones. Rav Nassim Svi Finkel, the great Ney Rosh Hashiva, whose... Sarah Taira, the man that gave every ounce of the strength to Teirah. Rav Nassim Svi Finkel was the Rosh of the biggest yeshiva Perhaps in the world, Blake would be that level, from the biggest yeshivas in the world. He had a policy he would learn with any single person who asked them for a say, they got a saving with him. You never know when, once a week, twice a week with another guy. He had Parkinson's, advanced Parkinson's, he couldn't stand. I watched him give sheer clully that before Stenders up there, he put his hands between them, would shake, and he said Sheer clully he would... He was a person given to Torah like nothing the world has seen in a hundred years. The serious Nevesh Torah, wild. This Sar Taira, this Prince of Torah, goes to the middle and says to the guy who had the ball, he goes, give me the ball. <laughs> so people have seen like, is he going to pop the ball? And Reb Nassim Svi Finkel, the mere Rosh Hashiva, started dribbling the ball in the middle of the circle. <gasps> I'm telling you, the will. And he made the whole place comfortable. He made Shalom. Reb Nosson took the basketball in the middle and started dribbling, and they, like the whole thing just got peaceful. He took worlds. That's Avram Avinu. Mitzarechar and Ivri, Mitzacheni. He gets it. He understands each one, everyone, and pulls in. I saw Avram Avinu. I, that's a glimpse of Avram Avinu. The Ivri Mitzar anybody who understands that Master Fifinkel knew that was an Ivri, a Yachid. Somebody was in a mixed school, was an Ida Crown, a mixed school, and became one of the G'day Adur. He was an Ivri, he stood alone, he, he stood alone, but so, Orev, so understanding of the next person, so connected, so part, started dribbling the ball at the Chesed. That's like a visual to this to this that we're aspiring. The tool of Ivry in our bag and the tool of Mu'rv in our bag. My bracha to all of us is to really work hard in our lives to acquire both tools, to know when to use each tool. There are people who can pull out the ma'oriv tool when they should be an ivri. They pull out the ivri tool when they should be a ma'oriv to know how and when to pull it out. To have both tools and to know when to use both tools—that's a person who grows and causes others to grow. Who puts on his shoulders—that's what we're. That's what we're aspiring to, have for us all. So that's what I wanted to share at the at, in this parashas nayach.